Hello, my friends. Uh, many of us find it easier to believe that God will use us when things are going well, when we're doing well, when everything's happy, and a lot harder to believe that God can use us when we're struggling, when we're in difficulties, when we're in lockdown, uh, when life is hard and we're feeling sad or lonely or anything like that. And the truth is the opposite. And I just want to briefly look at a little cameo in the life of Joseph in the Old Testament, uh, in the book of Genesis. Uh, Joseph, as a young man of 17, he had dreams that he would, uh, that were sent by God, that he would be above his brothers, uh, that they would bow before him. Uh, and uh, his brothers did what any self-respecting older brothers would do to a younger brother who had dreams like that. They sold him into slavery. And Joseph, who had been his father's favourite, who had dreams of grandeur, ended up at 17 years old, uh, a, um, a slave in Egypt in a foreign land. He was slave to Potiphar and uh, Potiphar's wife took a shine to him. Uh, she wanted to sleep with him. He said no because he wanted to do the right thing. She accused him of rape because she was upset with him. He ended up being thrown into the deepest dungeon of Egypt. And he was there for 13 years, from 17 years old until he was 30. And then when he was 30, everything changed. Everything changed. He became, uh, as it were, Prime Minister of Egypt. And uh, it's a long story. I haven't got time to tell you the whole thing. Read it. But there's this one little passage um, that comes um, in uh, uh, Genesis uh, 41. And it says this, uh, the second son, Joseph's second son, he named Ephraim, for he said, it is because God has made me fruitful in the land of my suffering. And the name Ephraim literally meant fruitfulness in the land of suffering. And I want to suggest that Joseph's story has something deep to teach us. God can make us fruitful, especially in the land of our suffering. Why? Because Joseph Joseph learnt humility in the land of his suffering. He interpreted the dreams that God gave him in a very egocentric way when he was 17, as many 17-year-olds do. But you know, God took him through pain. And Joseph also learnt obedience in the land of his suffering. Uh, he learnt to trust God. When you've got everything going for you, the temptation is to trust in yourself. When everything is stripped away for a season, you have to trust God. You have to lean into him. And that is the story of many of us. And then he, he was faithful. He was faithful in Potiphar's house. And it says the Lord was with Joseph um, in, as a slave in Potiphar's house. And he was faithful in the prison. And it says in the passage, the Lord was with Joseph. The only times we are told that the Lord was with Joseph in the whole of his life. And he was with Joseph all the way through. But the only times it was explicitly mentioned was it were in his lowest times, in his hardest times, as a slave and then as a prisoner. And God used Joseph 
in the day-to-day. You see, Joseph was faithful when he could have said in Potiphar's house, you know what, I've been unfairly treated, I'm a slave here, I'll do the bare minimum. But he didn't. He served diligently. When he ended up in prison, he could have said, forget this. But he continued to use his gifts. When the cupbearer and the baker came and uh, they had dreams that they didn't understand, Joseph didn't say, you know what, I'm not going to bother. He continued to serve faithfully in the mundane, in the hidden things. At that time, he didn't think anyone would know. He stayed faithful. He had the gift, if I may say it, of plodding. A missing gift in, in the world today. The gift of hanging in. It's the missing gift, sorry, in the Western world. And you know he was faithful in small things. And then suddenly everything changed. And too often we wait for the suddenly for everything to change when we're not faithful in the small things. It's in the hidden place. It's investing in obscurity. It's, it's, It's feeding the hungry and not sending out a press release that we've done it. It's 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 making a little phone call. It doesn't have to be a big deal. You know, sometimes in these days, just a little text to someone, just to say, you don't have to say, the Lord told me to text you. No, you just say, hey, I was, I was just thinking about you and I wanted to text and say, hi, I hope you're doing well thinking of you. You know what? That can make all the difference. It can make all the difference. And do you know, if we do that faithfully, God, it opens the door for the miracles. God is, it's not that he's not able in other ways, but it's almost as if he opens the floodgates of heaven and he pours down his blessing because he knows that if we're faithful in small things, we can be faithful in big things. And I believe these are days for each of us to choose to be faithful in small things, to choose to, um, to, to send the little text, to make the little call, to, to leave a little gift on someone's front door. The little things, some things that only he will see. And we say, it's an act of worship to you, Lord. This is because I love you. And this is because I want to be faithful to you. And then you will be able to say, and I will be able to say with Joseph, the Lord has made me fruitful in the land, even in the land of my suffering. Go for it. I encourage you as I encourage myself with this truth. And that was my dishwasher telling me it was finished. Sorry about that. Oh, it's told me again. God bless you.